Missy Park was 12 when she first realized her rights as a woman were being decided, not just on Capitol Hill or in a court of law, but on the tennis court. It was 1973, and tennis superstar Billie Jean King was playing former world number one Bobby Riggs in the Battle of the Sexes, a spectacular showdown of men's versus women's skill. The outcome wouldn't just give the winner the ultimate tennis bragging rights. It would either confirm or challenge the most deeply ingrained assumptions about women's power and worth. Were women really the weaker, less valuable sex? Millions of girls like Missy, a sports-loving tomboy from South Carolina, were watching closely. The climate was ripe for this kind of head-to-head, winner-take-all gender face-off. Women were entering the workforce in record numbers. The Supreme Court had just codified a woman's right to bodily autonomy with the passage of Roe v. Wade, and Title IX, the landmark law that banned discrimination on the basis of sex in federally funded programs, was about to go into effect. But there was a long way to go. Women still couldn't get a credit card in their own name, could be fired for getting pregnant, and earned just 56 cents for every dollar men made. So when Bobby Riggs, a 55-year-old retired tennis pro and self-proclaimed male chauvinist pig, approached King about playing an exhibition match to settle the question of who was the stronger sex once and for all, she knew it would be about far more than tennis. My job in the match, and I remember this being very clear, was to change the hearts and minds of people, King later said. King had been a vocal supporter of women's equality throughout her career, but she knew that laws and policies don't necessarily change people's biases or behaviors. She saw the battle of the sexes as key to validating and celebrating what was happening legislatively in the United States and rooting equality firmly into cultural consciousness. As the palatable poster girl for the women's liberation movement, King was perfect for the job. While fighting for equality in tennis, she'd become an icon in the fight for women's rights, while initially avoiding calling herself a feminist, a term then loaded with stigma. At that time, people thought it meant you hated men, which was so far from the truth, she tells me nearly 50 years later. Towing the feminist line to avoid alienating people made her crazed, she says. But it worked. As a kid, Park wasn't exactly thinking about these nuances, but she knew how she felt about Billie Jean King. The tennis superstar wasn't one of those angry women, but a woman making her way in the world. And Park liked that. King, for her part, knew she had a rare platform as a popular athlete, and she intended to use it to reach as many people as she could. If someone is too uncomfortable, they usually don't hear you at all, she says. I never wanted to lose my audience, ever. The Battle of the Sexes drew one hell of an audience. King and Riggs, mostly Riggs, hammed it up when they arrived for the match held at the Houston Astrodome, leaning into the pageantry of it all. Riggs entered the stadium in a rickshaw pulled by a pack of Bobby's Bosom Buddies, local Houston hotties who had been chosen for the occasion in a contest that included measuring their bust size, wearing a jacket emblazoned with the logo of his new sponsor, Sugar Daddy Lollipops. King arrived via a feather-festooned golden litter carried by a hunky male harem a la Cleopatra. It all made for extremely good TV. 
ABC paid $750,000, nearly $5 million in today's dollars, for the broadcast rights. Park was one of a record 90 million people watching. I remember my parents and I were invited to this huge watch party at somebody's house, she recalls. There were TVs in every room playing the match, even in the bathroom. And the men all wore little snouts, you know, because they were male chauvinist pigs. It was a fantastically entertaining spectacle, but there was an edge to the campy excitement. The idea that a tennis match would decide the future of gender equality was hyperbolic, sure, but it wasn't baseless.